It is the most wonderful time of year. It's that glorious time between Christmas and New Year's Day where you don't know what day it is. But it is WNBL Show Day. And welcome again, Sarah Blitzer. Merry Christmas, Megan Husswaite, and Merry Christmas, everyone out there. It's a great week. Like you said, I don't know what day it is, and I am still stuffed from our dinner the other night, but happy times. Oh, it is. It really is the most wonderful time of year. It is uh, the 27th of December. Not sure what day it is, but we are here with a big episode ahead of a massive round, round eight, which tips off on Wednesday night with a double header, which you will be involved in. I will. What, uh, a, what a nice Christmas surprise. Oh, what a lovely surprise. I love a bit of WNBL, a whole round to get in before the new year to finish off 2022. But let's talk about you. How was Christmas? We love all updates from the Blitzarves clan. We love updates from the Blitzarves clan. There's two new kidlets, obviously with, sorry, not new. There's Since a, you were here last. There's a new, there's, <laughs> the Blitzarves clan have been popping them out. <laughs> There's a new kidlet enjoying her Christmas for the first time ever, ever, and that's Edda. Oh. And then obviously the OG Arlatron. Yeah. Um, we had a great time. We were in Torquay, mm-hmm. um, just spending it with immediate family, very competitive family. All we did all day for about 10 hours was play games um, and compete against each other. So we had the first ever annual Christmas Blitzarves games oh. that Mark Blitzarves ran for us. And uh, Steph and I were partnered with that. And Steph and I both lost. So it was a great day. Who won? <laughs> uh, Karen, Mama B, of just of course, just doing brilliant things as always. And Mark's girlfriend Georgia, they were oh, they were what? Prayer. that G and Mama B. Yeah, can you believe it? I love that combination. When they got partnered up, we said straight away, "Oh, they're going to lose for sure." They ended up winning the the first annual Christmas Blitzards games. What games were included? We had a foul shot comp. Oh. We. Had- of course, X basketballers that was always getting thrown in there. Yes, um, we had a trivia trivia comp. We yeah. had a grape throwing contest um, and a few other ones as well. A so. steeplechase? No, there was no steeplechase. <laughs> if Brian Taylor was commentating, he would have he would have had a steeplechase for you. How fun! Yes, yeah. So very enjoyable time. I love Christmas. Um, I am exhausted though. It's very social three days. That's for sure. Oh, it is. And I've watched Home Alone one to seven um, <laughs> yes. in the last few days. It's been a big few days. Uh, now, last time we saw you, because we're just saying it, it's been like maybe nearly two months. It has. It like, has. Miss you so much. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, last time we saw you and we were talking about um, your bronze medal from the World Cup and how Mark won the premiership with the Cats this year and you hadn't seen him because you'd been like ships in the night. Correct. Um, tell me you saw him before Christmas. I did see him before Christmas. Finally, I managed to catch up with him and I took the old rose gold medal back out on tour. It'd been put away for a little bit and I thought it was time to whip it back out and meet Mark Blitzarz's premiership medal. So... <sighs> It was unreal. I was super happy to see him. I hadn't seen him for about three months because he'd been overseas as well. Um, So then to actually catch up with him, get to hold his medal and see his medal, which may I add the rose gold is a lot heavier and a lot better. (laughs) It's more prestigious, isn't it? It comes with prestige. It does. And as I have said many times, I play for Australia and he plays for Geelong. So I feel like it means more. Does. Well, it's nice that they met each other, the medal. It is, and not taking away anything from Mark. I'm super proud of him as well. Yeah, good on you, Mark. Yeah. You're not bad for the <laughs> fifth, sixth best in the family. <laughs> just below Mama B, of course. Oh, just <laughs> below. Um, now, 
Sebet, it is a big milestone for you this round. It's a home game for Southside Flyers playing the Caps, which we'll preview uh, a little bit later in the show, but it is where your 250th WNBL game will be celebrated. Congratulations. Thank you. How'd you get to 250? I have no clue. And now it's starting to show my age and hearing that I realise that I am 30 next year and I've been playing WNBL since I was 16. Wow. So that is astonishing to me. Um, and I guess it kind of racks up. You know, I had a year out with my ACL injury. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I have just been playing WNBL nonstop. But super happy. And I've heard it's 250's life membership. Oh, Is that correct? Yeah, and because Mama B would be a life member, wouldn't she? Yeah, I think she yeah. is. Steph Blitzard yeah. is a life member. That's really nice. Yeah. So if that um, means I'm going to get free entry into every game post-WNBL career, Oh, I'll take it. You'd play 250 games just for that. Can I milk you? it? Do you think when I'm like 80 years old and I rock up to the State Basketball Centre, just being like, excuse me, I'm a life member, I get to come in for free, please. Courtside tickets. Well, I see that on the reg. I see that on the reg at WML Games. And, and they're entitled to it, so I would be hustling for that free seat. Now, 250 games, it's amazing. Um, you mentioned, you know, it, and it's incredible that you've reached it at 29. You missed a season with your ACL. A um, couple of championships in there, some great highs, obviously, you know, the low being the injury. Um, is it something you can reflect on a little bit now? I know it's something you'd reflect on after you stop playing, but can you sort of savour the moment at now? Are you talking about the ACL injury or the 250 games? <laughs> the We're 250 to games. <laughs> we don't talk about um, the ACL. Honestly, and this is going to be super funny, but it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I think... A lot of people like um, JJ came over to me earlier at training today and was like, do you want to invite more people? It's your 250th. And to me, it's not that important. Um, And I think I see it as I've still got so many games left. Touch wood, hopefully. Um, And it's something that I just want to continue to do. So for me, it's like, yeah, 250 is good, but I'm only 29. Hopefully I'm still playing by, you know, 34, 35. So I might even make it to... Kelly Wilson's little stage right now. What's she at? 400 something? 419. Yeah, I no, look, to... I can't be bothered. <laughs> that is just way too far. Speaking of milestones, KG23 played her 200th game last week and I spoke to her and said, you know, that's great, Kels. Congrats. You know, it's been wonderful. But you're not even halfway to Kelly. Like, that's great, but like, you're not even halfway. It's just crazy to think. Doesn't that put it in perspective? Right. And like, where, how long it's going to take to reach 400 games? Like how many more years is that? I just think how, how would my body hold up? But Kelly Wilson is super fit, an absolute machine. So she for sure has more years left. Best point guard in the league still right now for me, um, without a doubt. And it is so many games. Um, Mia Murray is the other active player in top 10 of games played. So Oh, and I think LJ's might be in there too. So that's pretty extraordinary, like to have three players in that upper echelon of games played. Yeah. Um, still running around. So um, we'll say, Bear, congrats. Hope you, you get the win. I know there won't be any extra people there. but <laughs> <laughs> No, there won't. I, was, I sent the message out to my family and friends like, oh, no, nah, we've got plans. I was like, that's fine, guys. You know, stay at home. Want you there anyway. Life. Yeah, no, I'm good. It's all right. <laughs> Mum, Dad, no. Okay, all right, easy. <laughs> but a win will be the best way to exactly. celebrate that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, let's take a look back at round seven, which happened pre-Christmas. We've had a million food comas um, <laughs> since round seven. And let's rewind back to last Wednesday night in the nation's capital. This was an unbelievable game between Perth and Canberra. I was there.
there for ESPN. And Canberra got away to an early lead off the back of Jade Melbourne, who had 20 first half points and ended up finishing with, I think, 24 to have a career best performance. 24, 9 and 7, wow. may we add. Um, so a she great was flirting with her. the triple too. She was. Um she was unbelievable. The crowd were fantastic. They really got Canberra up and about. Um, Caps were missing a few players as well. So M. Whittle Harmon got injured in the warm-up. Shanice Swain didn't play and Schwaggy um, yet to suit up for Canberra. They got away to a great start. It really felt like this might be the night Canberra get the first W. But the way Perth just stuck at it and off the back of a captain's performance in the second half, 19 second half points to Sammy Whitcomb, uh, drew away 97 to 83. Yeah, Sammy Wickham, an absolute professional athlete, and she was never going to let that game go. I think a lot of teams are a little bit scared to play Canberra now. No one wants to be the first loss, um, you know, their first win, sorry. Um, so Sammy Wickham, yeah, amazing second half. But, I mean, Jade Melbourne is just an unreal player and she's really taken this team in her stride and, you know, she's just blossoming. And she's leading them, isn't she? And she was using the crowd to get herself up. The crowd were feeding off her energy. There were some guys behind me where I was sitting on sideline and they were yelling out to Perth, um, she's like a maths test. You've got no answers for her. <laughs> and, you know, they had all these lies going and I just loved the way the crowd and Jade off each other. Yeah. They love Jade in Canberra and I think that's what, you know, they're having a rebuilding season obviously, but I think that's that's the future of the club, isn't it? It's Jade. Yeah, exactly right. And hopefully she will stick around with Canberra for a little bit longer and I think her learning from Veely as well is nothing but beneficial for her. Lauren Scherf, fabulous in that game as well, continuing a really brilliant season out West. Let's move on now to Thursday night. This was probably um, the game, if not one of the top games of the season. It was an overtime battle between Melbourne and Adelaide. Melbourne took the chocolates 106 to 100. Um, I know we talked about offense after round one. There, <laughs> this, was a, this was an offensive was their defense uh, showcase. Was their defense played? Um, an unbelievable game. Um Melbourne have taken the series on Adelaide, but Adelaide lost to them by, I think, a couple of points first up, um, was schooled in the second game just a week prior, and then six points was the difference after Adelaide led by 15. Um, Yeah, this was an unbelievable contest. This has to be one of the highest quality games of WNBL I've actually ever seen in my my career of watching WNBL. Um, I was in awe. The, the caliber of players and just how elite the whole game was, both teams shooting at 45, 40% from the three-point line. And as you said, I mean, both teams getting 100, 106. That's amazing and just a big shootout. But um, going back to Mia Murray and played how many games it is that she's played and she's still getting 34 points, seven from nine from the three-point line. The shooting was unbelievable, but also not because that's Mia. And yes. I'm not going to have comments about winding back the clock or whatever because yeah. she's never stopped doing it. Yeah. But it is an unbelievable story. And she was here in your seat a few weeks ago co-hosting that she's ended up at Melbourne. She's starting and playing a huge role. I mean, she's been their best player to date this season. Um, Tiff Mitchell's been incredible too. But I think you look at Mia's game the other night where she sort of kept Melbourne in it for a little while and then obviously the shot that got them into overtime. I mean, she's just been un- unreal. Huge, ever so reliable for her um, and just thriving under Chris Lucas. And it's so nice that she's got this opportunity 
and that she can come out and do this and prove everyone wrong, I feel. Yeah, it's just a great WNBL story. Speaking of, Kayla George has had an unbelievable year. It continued last week where she set some records of her own with the first triple-double in the WNBL since 2012 where your former captain, Jenna O'Hay, had the last triple. And I want to thank Dean Andrews. He does an unbelievable job on Twitter and also with his website website with stats and he got onto this first. So we've got to credit Dean. Um, Kayla flirts with the triple pretty much every week. Um, but to, she wasn't shooting well early. I think she zero was. Zero from eight in okay, the first quarter. Zero from eight. <laughs> so to recover from that and have a triple says volumes about Kayla. I just feel like Kayla is just playing incredible basketball since having Pearl. And it might just be a mental thing. I think uh, having another focus and having another priority has just made her just flourish in this league at the moment and like you said she's always flirting with a triple double she's getting assists she's getting rebounds and not only that she still plays great d she's fit right now she's just loving life and she was in the team of the week alongside mia and sammy whitcomb lj who we'll talk about shortly shortly so four mums out of five um in the team of the week this week shyla um as sammy said on instagram bringing the average age down by a little bit (laughs) baby shy um but adelaide too have been super impressive izzy borlace just she's got ice in her veins I, i could I will go to Adelaide tomorrow, not just because I'm doing sideline for the game, but I will go to Adelaide <laughs> to watch to Izzy Belay's play. Yes. She is just, an, I mean, speaking of great stories this season, she's one of them. Yeah, and as we've said a few times, playing with no fear, to come out with the confidence and hit that big three-pointer at the end of the game as well was huge. Um, and just taking it to all the vets as well. She's not scared to put the ball on the floor. She's not scared to go at the rim. Um, you know, she's a great addition for Adelaide and she's just going to thrive in the future. What about Kirsten Bell? She had some massive triples last week too. I think the imports, both the imports have got better week on week. You know, they've really sort of fit into the team, adjusted to the league. Adelaide have been so unlucky though with some of the losses they've had. So their season ledger would look a lot different if you turn those results around. But I don't want to play Adelaide any week. I mean, they beat us, so <laughs> we don't need to speak about that anymore. But um, Adelaide's a scary team for me. They, I see all this potential in them and I'm just waiting for it to click for them. And they've, they've shown signs. And as soon as they all gel as a team, they're going to, you know, just boom. Well, scary was one word to describe what happened uh, last week in Bendigo as your Southside Flyers handed the Spirit their first loss of the season, Southside 96 to 67 victors. Sarah Blitzarves, wow, where did that come from? Because you guys have had some Really good wins this season, but that was next level. Exactly right. I think we just got a little bit sick of hearing Bendigo are undefeated, Bendigo are undefeated. So we thought it was about time we actually did something to stop that. But um, in saying that, our team's really coming together nicely at the moment. I think we're starting to find our stride and um, we're gelling well. And I think it's only onwards and upwards for us as well. Um, but we knew going into Bendigo was going to be tough. They played so well together. They're such hustle players. Um, so for us, it was all about rebound and defense and, you know, we really took it at them at the start and yeah, it just kind of all clicked for us. Um, we know we play them soon again and they're going to come back onto our home court and I think really give it to us as well. But I'm, I'm really proud of the girls. So it was a statement because of what, you know, you just touched on, but it was a statement defensively as well, because I think everyone talks about Southside being an offensive team and you can score and, um, 
you know, everyone can score and, and pile up the points. But as you said, the focus on Bendigo was defensively and you were able to do that and keep them to 67. Do you think sometimes um, or do you think this season Southside have been judged unfairly on t- in terms of their defence? Um, not unfairly because I'll be quite modest here and I think we've always needed to work on it. Um, so you know what, fans have every right to say that we have not been a great defensive team, but it's something that we're working on and it's been our major focus. So I think it's, it's scary signs for everyone else that we are coming together like that. And the fact that that's our focus, knowing how offensively dominant we are, put those two together. We're going to be, hopefully, I don't want to jinx myself because I jinxed myself last time I was here with Townsville, but we're going to be. That's right. You said you'd win by 30. (laughs) And we lost. But anyway. I feel like we're going to be quite unstoppable going ahead. What's it like playing alongside LJ when she's on fire like that? I mean, she's unreal. I love playing with LJ. I love being, you know, responsible for throwing her the basketball and her scoring. And, you know, she gets so hyped. She's a little bit of a psycho, which I just love and adore. And um, I'm just wrapped that she's playing great basketball still. I could go through everyone, but I want to finish with um, Kayla Thornton because start is just the word. I feel like I don't say her name without saying start. Um, How tough is she? Yeah, she's incredible. Um, I mean, not only offensively, but she takes on her back defensively to, you know, do things out there. I mean, that block that she did on Kelly Wilson uh, was huge out in the stands. And that right there, she chased her all the way down the floor just to do that. And I'm I'm like, the effort is there for her. And yeah, she's a great, great player to have on our team. It was like Tom and Jerry, like the cartoon, like Kayla <laughs> chasing Kelly. It was, I was scared, but I could also hear the music, the I cartoon was, music. I was, I was running down the floor right next to her and <laughs> Kelly looked comfortable and I could just see <laughs> Kayla running after her and I was just waiting no, for this to oh, happen. No. <laughs> yeah, it was up, definitely a big highlight of the season. Oh, there were a lot of highlights that night for Southside. We'll finish off now with Sydney and Canberra, the Flames 87 to 72 victors over Canberra. These two are getting very well acquainted with themselves because they play again this week. But the um, the great news for Sydney was it was their second win of the season. Canberra came close again, but unfortunately, no cigar. Um, you've come up against Sydney and they're finally sort of getting some reward for their efforts, particularly after playing some great D over the last few weeks. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, a nice um, spread of scorers, you know, Froling was on 26, Shyla 22, 8 and 6, great game by Shyla. Um, but for me, what I really noticed was that Jade only had two points and, you know, that's credit to Shyla, Tiana and Vanessa, their point guards. Um, like, like you said, we've played against them. They're fiery guards. They love defense and they go at us. So to, to hold Jade to two points is, yeah, big credit to them and yeah, it's nice that they're getting a few wins. So Ray Burrell really stood up for Canberra on that night, which was great to see. They were backing up, of course, after playing Perth two nights earlier. Um, Shanice back into the side, which was great, and they're still waiting on Schwagmeyer Belgia. So whether or not she plays against you this week, she's got to be close. But I think the morale the, and the boost she'll bring just being out there, I mean, you've played against her in this league over the years and, and she's a gun. So yeah. she's going to be a huge in for them. Yeah, big offensive player as well for them. but. I actually want to credit Ray Burrell too. She's really starting to find her groove now when she's looking like a scary player to play against. I mean, she can shoot, she can drive, she's super athletic. So if she's starting to find her form and then adding Schwaggy in, they might end up getting a few wins. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like when they get things going, like they've played some good basketball at at times but not got the reward. Again, like – 
you don't you don't want to play anyone like that because they've got nothing to lose. Um, and especially for teams on the on the way to finals in the back end of the season, other sides can't make it, but they can certainly shape the makeup. So I'm. Um, yeah, you're not going to want to play Canberra either. Exactly right. As we said before, they are a scary team to play. I'm glad we get to play them tomorrow because we've already played them recently. Um, so I feel like we'll still be okay. But you never know. Before we Again, I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> and, you know, we'll, we'll win by 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything like that. Well, it wouldn't be an episode of the WNBL show with one of Sarah Bear's Spotify lists uh, and – what a time to do it. Heading into a new year, 2023, it is the place to be. Sarah, what have you got for us as a bit of a um, NYE, NYD vibe? Great. I love this segment. I get super excited to come in here just for this segment. Sarah's Spoto. Here we go. Uh, happy Music by Super Shy. Very disco, very smooth. And with this song, I would like to listen to it in the car as the sun setting. Oh. Can I be more picture. specific? No. Honestly. Can you be more specific? You cannot be. Okay, love that. Next. Number two, we've gone for Massive by Drake. Um, for me, it's a very dancey kind of get yourself going song, which I actually like by Drake. He's he's not really known for the old upbeat tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will listen to this pre-basketball game, Ooh. pre-training. This could be a pre-derby song. For next week. Exactly right. Southside Boomers. Yep. Okay. And finish this off with Sarah's Spoto. Thirdly, I've gone for Danielle, Smile on My Face by Fred again. Now, Fred again is the artist of the moment for me. I am obsessed with him. Very um, electric, trance, kind of progressive sound um, and somehow gets me all in my feels, this song, at the same time. That's a lot. How he does it, I don't know, but he does it to you. And when, why, where are you listening to that? All the time. If I'm in the shower, I'm listening to that. If I'm driving, I'm listening to that song. If I want to go to bed, I'm listening to that song. It's amazing. It's it's doing the job for you all day, every day. Exactly right. Sarah Spotto, where can we subscribe? Sarah.Blitzarves on Spotify, everybody. Self-contained. I love that. <laughs> Let's finish off the year with round eight and a doubleheader on Wednesday night, starting at the State Basketball Centre with Sarah Blitzarv's Southside Flyers hosting the UC Caps. What are you most aware of when it comes to the Caps heading into this game? They haven't won a game, but you will not be taking them lightly. No, not at all. Again, as we have said numerous times, a scary team to play because of that exact reason. Um, We know they're fiery on transition. They never give up and they actually are a very good offensive team as well. So we'll have our work cut out for us. Um, And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give away any more of our game plan. No, don't (laughs) give away the scout. Uh, And happy 250th celebrated game to Sarah Blitzarms. May or may not be game 252. (laughs) Uh, And then Wednesday night after that, we head to Adelaide for our game of the round on ESPN. It is Adelaide and Bendigo. Adelaide coming off uh, an overtime defeat to Melbourne. Bendigo coming off their first loss of the season. Both are going to be very fired up. I'm not sure how that works when they're both fired up. (laughs) It could be very chaotic. There might be fights. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, Look, like you said, both coming off losses, they're going to want to get these wins. Um, But for me, you know what? Adelaide might have watched us beat Bendigo by 30 points and realised they're not 
undefeated, they're not unstoppable. So that might give them a bit of motivation and confidence as well. Um, but Bendigo losing by 30, they might come out, want to prove a point. Breathing fire, who knows? We'll find out uh, 7.30, 7 o'clock local time, 7.30 Melbourne time on uh, ESPN. Adelaide, though, they got a scalp in you guys. I reckon they're after another one. They might get Bendigo, but then I don't want to be playing Bendigo after their first defeat either. So chaos, <laughs> chaos, <laughs> absolute chaos. Now Sydney, Canberra, they've played each. They will play each other for the third time in a month, and then won't see each other in twenty twenty three. So is the fixture. Now Sydney have got two wins over the Caps. Can they get their third win of the season and their third win over the Caps or are the Caps going to break through given that this is also their second game of the weekend? Exactly right. Um, Again, I'm not too sure because of that whole reason that Canberra have nothing to lose and they will just come out firing. But Sydney, again, they want to make the top four. Um, They're playing with some good grit right now. So I think Sydney still might have them um, unless Canberra come out with this amazing defensive game. Who knows? Who knows? But Schwagmeyer may be in action this weekend. It could change the dynamic of a few things. I love how it's all quiet and no one knows about Swaggy. I know. But is I she caught, playing? Is she not? Yeah. No, it's I got mystery. hold of her last week in Canberra to make sure she's really here. <laughs> and she is. It was great she to is see here. her. Yes, she is yes. here. She was sitting on their bench. I did yeah. witness her. She's really here. The myth, the woman, the legend. <laughs> uh, Perth and Adelaide. Well, they got to know each other very well in preseason because they played a series of three games. Uh, They're taking on each other in Perth. Perth haven't played, of course, since last Wednesday uh, against Canberra. Adelaide, it continues uh, a busy little hectic period for them. I think Perth will get that one at home. What about you? I think Adelaide might get this one. Um, In saying that, it is the second game for them. I think it's like one, two days later. Mm. So they might be a little bit tired as well with travelling with Perth and the time difference in Perth. I'll tell you what, that gets me. (laughs) Playing 10.30 Victorian time, I am asleep at that point. What about last week when Perth played Canberra? And it was a Wednesday 5.30 in Canberra, which meant it tipped off at 2.30 on a Wednesday (laughs) afternoon in Perth. Just watch that between your yeah, spreadsheets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the time difference oh, is crazy. Um, um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there and say Adelaide are gonna Adelaide. get the win. Okay, and then we finish off on New Year's Eve. How else would you rather spend it than either being involved in Townsville and Melbourne or watching it? This is a bit of a tradition because a few years ago, this is what the fixture was. Um, one of your teammates, Monique Conti, I remember doing a story with her when she was probably in year 11 or 12 with the Boomers and she was 16 up there with the Boomers playing on New Year's Eve and um, everyone was partying and I think she was hanging with Gailene McKay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> which which is, is a fun time. I mean, how else would you want to spend well, I mean, she was underage in the field. But anyway. Shout out to Gailene McKay yeah. as well. Yeah, Way to whip the, her in there. One of the greats. Um <laughs> Probably should get her on to go <laughs> But um, anyway, it's great to see Townsville and Melbourne playing this fixture. And we know Townsville are going to have a big home crowd there. Um, last time they played, a few points separated them. Townsville led for most of the game but had some injuries. Actually, everyone was injured that night. Tiana Hawkins, Steph Reed, Lauren Nicholson. Um, but um, Melbourne produced a fantastic comeback. Um, what happens this time? First of all, going back to your comment, I just don't know if you're being sarcastic or not in saying that they would all be very happy to be playing on New Year's Eve night. And I know I will also be watching it on the TV. Yeah, no, <laughs> not now. Why wouldn't you? Get great, it in before the fireworks. Great coverage. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to say 
<laughs> Maybe. You know what? I'm going to say Townsville are going to get the win. Yeah. I just I think, think so too. Yeah. They yeah. are cooking. They are cooking right now. Playing in Townsville is always difficult with their home crowds. Had a decent break. They had a decent break. They're fresh. They're ready to yeah. go. Um, I think I think Townsville could get this. Oh, it's going to be an interesting old game, that's for sure. Round eight coming at you of Signet WNBL. We can't wait. The action is hot. It is bloody hot in here. <laughs> it is the hottest day of the year in Melbourne. But we're getting a sponsorship from Pump and Please Mount and Franklin. Um, saving our lives and great pre-show icy poles. Um, I'm sweating in places. I can't even... <laughs> And tell you, Sarah Blitzarves, um, good luck against Canberra. Thank you so much for coming. It's been a joy. And please come again on a cooler Melbourne day. Thank you, Megzi. Appreciate it. And happy New Year's to everybody. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Many happy returns. <laughs> <laughs>